If I'm going to dedicate my life to this, Mingle needs to be something more than just selling products. Hey everyone, my name is Chris and welcome to the Click Collective podcast, I Started a Business. This show is all about inspiring, encouraging and motivating e-commerce enthusiasts and entrepreneurs by sharing successful small business stories. Click Collective is the first co-working space built around the needs of an e-commerce community and we're home to some pretty cool brands. Each episode, we'll sit down with one of our members and chat about their journey, why they started, how they're going, their highs and lows, and everything in between. This episode, we chat with the Spice Girl, Jordan Evans, the founder of Mingle Seasoning, who are making alternative tasty spices and sauces without all the added nasties. Your nickname is the Spice Queen, is that right? My Spice Girl? <laughs> um, I don't know about Queen, but the Spice Girl, yeah. you can. You, spice Girl, which Spice, spice girl, girl are you? I, oh, I'd i say Sporty Spice. Sporty Spice. Yeah, not so much these days. I feel like business is, um, yeah. Uh, That's good. This is a good intro. This yeah. is great. I'll get Ben to edit this in. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining me. I'm super excited to chat with you because you are a new member and I don't know a huge amount of, about you. Mm-hmm. I have done some research, but... You've I'm done some stalking. A little bit, not to make it creepy. Um, <laughs> but I'm keen to know a bit more about yourself and your business. So as a, a classic opener, tell me about yourself, uh, your business and what you do. Awesome. Cool. So my name is Jordan. Um, I am a sister, a daughter, a part-time mum, and a business owner. So I founded Mingle five years ago, um, and we sell healthy flavour in supermarkets and health food stores. I usually have a different line, but we've extended to sources recently. So I usually say, we're shaking things up in the spice aisle. Um, but yeah, we're creating better for you, healthy, tasty options uh, for Australians around, I was going to say around Australia. For Australians, Australians around Australia. <laughs> That's great. That was great. Um, so I, I said, I looked on your website. So take me back to the beginning. You're, I believe the story is you're going through your pantry, mm-hmm. cleaning it out, and you kind of look at all the different, I guess, condiments and seasonings, and you see all the nasties that's in them. Mm-hmm. Was it at that point you thought... I can do better than this? Or was it kind of a staging process of like slowly thinking of the idea and then getting into it? Uh, It certainly was a staging process. So my dad was a plumber, recently sold his business and is now retired, which I'm super proud of him for. Um, But yeah, grew up in small business. So um, I saw dad grow a business and I always wanted to own a business one day. And the reason why I did was I saw dad influence the people that he worked for him, like he had such an influence on their lives. He was their mentor. He was sometimes their psychologist. Like he really influenced um, those people and I saw the impact that he had and I wanted to have that for myself one day. On top of that, I also wanted to be the master of my own destiny. I wasn't, had a job lined up at Deloitte and I just, I ended up not going down that route. I just corporate wasn't for me. Um, There is that inner rebel within. And yeah, I knew that the business owner path was probably the path um, for me. Um, But yeah, at the time I founded Mingle, I was looking for an idea. I was working for a drinks company called Cappy Sparkling. And so Cappy are disrupting the drinks market and they develop all natural products. Um, and it was at that point where I was like, I started to discover what was actually in drinks. Um, but an extension to that was what was actually in food products. And I didn't really have any idea. 
Um, but I just started to be more curious and read my labels. And so this Sunday afternoon, I went to the pantry, grabbed my Moroccan seasoning, turned it around. And I think a lot of our food behaviors are driven by what we grow, like how we grow up. And so I just had never thought twice and thought about what was in seasonings. I loved a seasoning because all the spices were blended together and it was so convenient. When I was meal prepping, I was like one of those chicken chicken broccoli people. (laughs) Um, Quite a meal prepper and, yeah, just was like, what the hell's in this? Turned it around and discovered that there were like – it was. I was just like, why do we need added sugar in seasonings? Why do we need high amounts of salt? Why do we need chicken flavour in Moroccan seasoning? And why do we need refined vegetable oil? And that was when, as I could see what Cappy had done in drinks, I was like, is there a better for you option in the herbs and spice aisle? So I went down to the supermarket to try and find a better option and there wasn't. And then as I stood at the herbs and spice aisle, I was like, as a millennial customer, there's no brand that speaks to me. There's no brand that inspires me. This is a category that's about flavor, but all the packaging is really bland and boring. It's all uniformed and these brands have been around for 50 plus years, but they didn't speak to me. And that's when I was like, that's my idea. Um, And quite naively and ignorantly, um, I did try the side hustle thing, um, but yeah, I quite quickly decided to put all my eggs in one basket I'm kind of like an all or nothing person. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, then decided to quit my job, moved back home, which was a humbling experience, (laughs) Uh, sold my car, and then, yeah, decided to put all my money in towards building Mingle. And all for it. Yes. And it's worked out, which is good. I know. Some Like, in hindsight, I reflect, I'm like, I was just... That was a risk. Yeah. That was a risk. Such a risk. Um, but yes, I, yeah, I, I don't have regrets. I think I would have had a regret if I didn't give it a go. Yeah, for sure. And it's cool to know that you've always had, I guess, that passion for, I guess, business owners. Obviously you said with your dad, it's his plumbing business, um, and being surrounded by him and seeing what he does Mm. now, what you're doing now, which is really, really cool. Um, were you always much of a cook? You always, you say you got your Moroccan spice. Were you yeah. always much of a cook, your meal prepping and whatnot? Yeah, I'm, I love cooking. I'm quite a simple cook. Yeah. Mum was the cook of the house and I learned everything that I know from mum. And as I guess, despite how busy dad was with his business and mum was supporting dad with his business, but despite how busy he was, every night he would come home, turn the TV off and sit around the dinner table and ask us how our day was. And so, um, as much as I started a seasoning business, for me, Mingle's also about that experience. It's about people gathering around and what food means to people. I see food as a vehicle to connect. And even if you can't speak the same language, food is a language as well. Um, yeah, that's why I love food. I love that. Um, now, going on, with, I guess, with connecting with family and whatnot, you've got this incredible story on your website um, about creating the, or the business of creating Mingle and a, a business, um, but also reconnecting with your Nana. Mm. Um, talk, to me, talk to me about that. Yeah. Um, so I guess the life of a business owner is you're juggling a hell of a lot. You're juggling a personal life, a business life, and often business comes before personal. 
And it's funny, when I was a little little kid, I just took for granted what dad did, but I wasn't emulating that in certain parts of my business journey. So I um, was about three years ago. I feel like cause of co- I feel like what day is it? I, Time doesn't <laughs> seriously, exist. but um, I yeah was just overworked. Like what I said, I have a tendency; it's all or nothing. Yep. So I've really had to work work through. I'm going to say it like being a workaholic. Yep. And um, connection and my relationships mean so much to me, but I chose work over that for a, a very long time at the start of Mingle. And so my um, at the time. Uh, she was an intern. Her name's Emma. Now she's our head of operations. Mm-hmm. Um, but she brought this cookbook cookbook in called Nonna to Nana. And she said, George, just one day she said, George, we should do a marketing campaign of Have You Called Your Nana? And I said, what a great idea, Em. But I haven't spoken to my <laughs> nan in six months because, quote, I'm too busy. Yeah. And I think I used to wear that as like a badge of honour. Yeah. And she said, well, pick up the phone and bloody ask her over for dinner. And so Monday night I made Nan dinner. But I also remember when 5 o'clock hit, I was still at the office and I was grappling with myself and I was like, Em, why did I commit to dinner? And Mm. it's like she was like, leave the office. Um, So I think often we think we don't have time for those simple things. But, yeah, I've just rediscovered that they're the things that actually matter. And I'm so grateful for Em and it's something that we share. Like the journey we've been on is I wouldn't have had that last memory with my nan if it wasn't for Em bringing in that cookbook. And um, that was the last time I saw my nan because two weeks after she passed away from a sudden heart attack. Wow. And I think whether it's COVID, death, a health scare, it's those moments where you go, hang on a second, what's life about? And I was like, Mingle's not... If I'm going to dedicate my life to this, Mingle needs to be something more than just selling product. And I want my life to be about connection and I want people to be confident and I want Mingle to be a vehicle to remind people of the simple things. And I think cooking is a daily ritual um, that can take half an hour. And I think, yes, there's Uber Eats. Yes, there's like Muscle Chef. Yes, there's lots of different convenient solutions. Um, but, yeah, I think Mingle's mission is to get people to still engage in that old school cooking and connecting. Yep. Um, yeah. I love that. Like it's, it is super important. It is very easy to wear. I see that badge of honour of I'm too busy, I've got too much to do. Yeah. Um, it is a really easy excuse of not to focus on the little things. Yeah. And I love that you're treating Mingle as not only just obviously a business of just selling products, but yeah, to the way to connect with people. I think it's super important, especially with the times that we're in mm-hmm. with lockdowns and the pandemic and COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, it is so easy just to lose touch with people. An extension to that, I might just add, mm. um, is I, I basically had that experience and I was like, this is what Mingle's about. And I think as a business owner, you have assertions or hypothesis and then you go out to the market and you go, is this valid? And I think what I've discovered is, yeah, gathering around a dinner table looks different to each family. So currently I live with a friend um, who, yeah, has had a really difficult, she went through a divorce and she's got two little kids, she's a single mum. And um, I guess her juggling, she's currently doing a PhD, like her juggling work and kids 
gathering around the dinner table is at 6 p.m. is bloody chaotic. Yep. And so that family dynamic looks different to, I guess, what I wanted for the, I guess, what I wanted or what I had growing up. Mm. And so I'm definitely not saying every night, you know, sit down. you got to sit just, down. Like just focus on some rituals that um, are simple, that work for you. And, yeah, gathering around can look different for each household. I just wanted to preface that, that yeah. I'm not expecting every, every night you every, have to sit down. Yeah, no. Got to cook. Yeah. Um, is that what you meant by part-time mum? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which, um, as I mentioned as well, me working through my workaholic habits, that mm. has been the best thing for me as well. Um, kids, I feel like, just make you present, yep. they make me switch off um, and it's, yeah, it's been the most rewarding experience. That's super important switching off as well of not being 100% focused on work and what you're doing and being able to have that, not escape, but having that normality at home is super, super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, now with connections, um, you are a new member, but you do have some connections to current and previous members. Um, yes. One is KJ from Delicio. Yeah. Um, and the other is Ruby from Nude Glow. What's yep. the connection? Yeah, so... KJ and Ruby were also um, part of the Melbourne Uni Accelerator program. Um, so Ruby and I were lucky enough to be in that program in 2018. Um, and it's, I'll get on to KJ, but we recently shared a memory in this office together, which was so special. Um, we're going to talk about Woolworths later, mm. but um, it's just so the connection I have with Ruby is so beautiful because she came in maybe two or three weeks ago and she, I actually started crying because she brought in a bottle of champagne for the Woolworths deal. Aww. And it was funny that in 2018 <laughs> she hit a business milestone and I remember bringing in a bottle of champagne in the Melbourne Uni Accelerator yeah. program. And it's just it's so special to have other business founders on your journey Um and yeah, Rubes is is a great friend. She has kicked bloody butt with her two businesses, and yeah, I look up to her immensely. The fact that she's also a mum, yeah, she is an incredible human being, and I learn a lot from her. And then KJ, um, he was in the twenty seventeen uh, Melbourne Uni Accelerator program, and um, he actually interviewed me to get into the into the program. Mm. So. He has done an incredible job, um, built so much value for his business. He's an incredible businessman. A few people <laughs> look probably a, on the sideline and are like, are you guys competitors? But I just, I have so much respect for what he's built. In the e-commerce space, I, he's like an e-com genius. Yeah. He is a, I'm going to say a data nerd, but like, <laughs> I, but, um, but yeah, I have had a few interactions with KJ Um I don't see him as a competitor. I think he inspires me to be better and he's, yeah, he's built a kick-ass business. He's got, I think, I actually don't know, but he's got a lot more employees as well. (laughs) No, so I I literally just look at him and go, like, what characteristics does he emulate that Mm. can inspire me? And I think there's a place and a lane for everyone. So, yeah, that's how... I know KJ and Ruby. So you went to the, was it Melbourne Uni Accelerator Program, you said? What was your background in? You obviously went to uni. What was your background in? 
Uh, so random. I feel like I would – so I did arts at Melbourne Uni. Right, okay. Um, and I studied Japanese and Chinese. Right. Yes. And on those, I also did some ele- accounting electives. Sure. So I was going to go into international business with Deloitte. Um, but how I justify it to myself is – Food is another form of language. <laughs> Mum and dad are like, we spend so much money on your university and how you use it is on a Friday night in Chinatown ordering dumplings. That's the only time you use your Chinese. That's a good skill to have. That is a positive. We'll take that. Um, so, yes, I currently don't use uh, the skills and knowledge that I acquired from university. That's right. But that's life. Like, I, yeah. it's life skills. It's people skills. It's... Yeah. That's what business is about. And the accounting has been useful. Mm. And you meet people like Ruby and um, KJ and um, and you get those connections, you get those relationships, which is really, really cool. Yeah. Um, I am a big believer of it. You certainly need to know stuff. I'm not denying no. that. <laughs> you need to know <laughs> But um, it's not. Up. Yeah. Oh, can I not say that? Sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> um, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And I think there's 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 a fine balance, but... Um, community and mm. mingling with people has certainly um, helped, yeah, certainly helped me on my journey. Yeah. Um, you said mingling with people. Is that where mingle comes from? Is that where, what's the origin of the name? Um, a lot of people ask me this. So I simply flicked through the dictionary and just wanted a short, punchy I name. I picked mingle, but then. The serendipity and the journey that I've been on is like mingle means not only spices mingling or blending together and coming together, but it also that social element of food, dining, gathering around. That's the meaning of the name. Yep. So um, I, I say now like- Wasn't a meaning, but it's kind of turned <laughs> yeah. into it. But it's a good, it's a good end. Yeah. We'll take that. Yeah. Um, now you have just landed a massive deal with Woolworths, which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's now in the national range, is that right? Over 900 stores? Yeah, yeah. So um, we have 15 products, um, yes. Uh, I can imagine that's a long process. Um, I did read that you started into 20 stores and then obviously over, I don't know how long a period, I guess a couple of years, you've slowly worked that relationship with a big brand like Woolworths and eventually you got the deal. How does that work? Yeah. Um, so, yes, it was a long time in the making. <laughs> And I think sometimes people see a flashy deal and they're like, oh, you know, she got that overnight. No. No, man. Not, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. I've been in my van delivering some spices. Um, yeah, so 2018, um, Woolworths have like a local store program. Yeah. Uh, so I was lucky enough to get into 20 stores based on the condition that we directly delivered them to the store. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point I had a van and so on the weekend, um, we'd drive around Melbourne um, and also my team would do it as well. And we'd drive around, give up our weekends um, and deliver direct to store. Yep. We were losing money. Like if we had to outsource that to a career, it would have costed a dime. Yep. At one point we we tried to and then we were like, no, we have to still bring it in-house. Uh, time-wise, not efficient as a business owner, <laughs> but I, yeah, I was just like, we've got to do what we've got to do yep. to like nail the run rates and you've got to start small. And I was just, I, I think I pitched to the buyer three times. Yep. Like I just didn't give up. 
Yeah. To the point that the buyer was like, okay, John, it's time to Finally, give you a shot. Right, it's, ti- it. it's time to give you a shot. Like, you know, as well, Woolies is up in Sydney. So, like, flying up and back with, you know, you're a poor business owner. Like, yeah. that's $1,000 a pop. To get yeah. a no was like, and then to keep on going, it's. Is there head yeah. office in Sydney? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, it was a long time in the making. Um, we transitioned to 20, from 20 stores to 40 stores and then Woolworths have like a national buyer that then can approve it nationally. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that took three years, yep. long time in the making. Um, but, yeah, I now reflect on the journey. I used to complain about those deliveries, but every every delivery I was like, it's part of the bigger picture. In hindsight now I'm like, oh, I'm proud of our team and yep. proud of doing that. But in the moment, it was hard sometimes to keep perspective. Yeah. And I've met your team. They are all incredible people. So you can tell that the commitment was there. And when you're a small business owner and you're in a small business environment, that you have to, I guess, not sacrifices, but you do have to work really hard. You mm-hmm. do have to put a bit of overtime in and deliver on the weekends and whatnot. So I do, I completely understand that. Now, you've mentioned the van, the Mighty yeah. Mingle van. Yeah. Um, did you buy that specifically for the deliveries? Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, we currently lease the van. I was just saying before that um, it's like a moving billboard and we need to get it uh, wrapped. We need, to get, yep. we need to get some branding on it. But, yes, the van does not help with my dating life. <laughs> Rocking up. Vans are pretty I, cool. I don't know. Vans are pretty cool. I, re- I literally remember um, <laughs> I didn't have time to go to the tip. And then I had a date and like there were boxes flying out of my, it was not a good vibe. But anyway, if um if you're dating me, you're dating the van too. <laughs> it's a package deal. Yeah. Even when I smell like sometimes paprika or cumin, because <laughs> I like I have to carry spices, which is it's not a vibe. But um it's a new deodorant line, maybe. That's yeah. a new aspect of mingle, <laughs> de- spicing deodorant. <laughs> but yeah, once again speaks to the I guess the ethos of I'm willing to put my ego to the side to drive a van. And now I get to park in loading zones. That's so, a plus. Yeah. That's a positive. We'll take the positives <laughs> and the negatives. Um, now, one thing I did read, and I don't know how, it's a, it was a $2 million deal with Woolworths. Mm. Um, but one thing I did read that I thought was really, really cool is he said, that's not in my back pocket. I'm not mm. rich and famous now. It goes straight back in the business, mm. which I think is really good. Yeah. A lot of people don't realise that. They just read $2 million deals and say, oh, they've made it. They're all good. They're a millionaire now. But no, you've put it straight back into the business, which is super important. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought that was a really cool thing to read in in the articles that you had out recently, um, I think news.com.au and whatnot around the Woolworths deal. Um, But you're also in Coles. When did Coles happen? So Coles happened 2019. Um, So they kind of happened at a similar time. Like we, we, I think with, with the retailers that it's who's going to go first. Yeah. Uh, I got two sachets, so curry in a hurry and spag bowl into Coles. Yep. Um, and now we have five seasoning shakers. So the range is a little bit less in Coles, um, but we're certainly trying to chip away now that Woolworths have 15 products. Yep. We're trying to chip away and and get a few more products in there. Hopefully the, the sachets. The sachets. Hopefully next year. Yes. Well, I have I have gone into Woolies and I have – you were actually very uh, kind to give me some of your seasonings. Yes. So I have done some cooking, which is dangerous at the beginning. Um, what I make? The beef stroganoff. Mm. Um, amazing. Super mm. easy. And obviously you've got the recipe on the back, which yeah. makes it super easy. Um, 
how do you decide on what the flavorings and what the things is going to be? Mm-hmm. You've done some cooking in the kitchen, which makes the building smell incredible. Yeah. Um, but how does that process start? Mm-hmm. So it starts how I kind of started with Mingle of like looking at firstly, like what are the classic meals and what are the competitors doing? What's in the product and how can we make them better and strip out the nasty ingredients? So stroganoff is one of the most popular meals um, in households. So we wanted to provide a better for you option. I know you also have butter chicken. I did. Yes. So that's once again, another popular meal. We've recognized that there's a I was about to swear <laughs> a hell of a lot. <laughs> uh, a lot of sugar, yeah, vegetable oil, like nasty ingredients. So um, we've stripped that out. So it started off with what are households eating and how can we provide some yeah. options? And then I think we always want to keep dinner and our customers like variety is the spice of life. Um, so I think what you were trying were a few new flavors. Ooh. Which, wait, did you try some meals? No, it was Ben. Um, Maybe. No, we we did a big cook up. I'm pretty sure it was Ben. He tried. A, I'm not going to announce what we made, but um, I wasn't invited. I, all. <laughs> What's this? Um, but yeah, they're more on the exotic. Like um, we're experimenting with a few new flavors. So we've obviously gone with the core range, yep. and then experimenting with yeah a few different Middle Eastern flavors and Thai flavors. Um, to keep, I guess, our customers happy. That's a sneak peek to the, what you're working on. Yeah, Ooh. which is one of the best parts Friendly of eight. a food company <laughs> and also having, um, I guess, a kitchen here yep. is we reap the rewards of um, a lot of recipe testing yep. and now when we're doing it, we'll have to let you know too. Yes, I'd be, I was very, I'm very upset that I wasn't invited last time, so I would appreciate <laughs> that. Do you have a favourite? Uh, mine actually is the stroganoff as well. Right. Yeah. So I think I shared this off air, but yeah, I grew up with stroganoff. Mm. Um, so it takes, it's quite nostalgic for me. It takes me back to my childhood. Yeah. I'll have to bring some in so you can judge if I've destroyed it or not. Yeah. Um, so for the future, you've obviously given us some sneak peeks about what you're working on. Mm-hmm. What's the next? You've got these two massive deals with Coles and Woolworths. What's what's next? Other than wrapping the mingle van, that's very important. <laughs> Um, that is the focus. That's the focus. You've got Woolworths, you've got Coles, Woolworths, Rapid the Mingle Van. Yeah. Three big milestones. Yeah. Um, what is the future? What's the plan? Yeah. Um, so short term wise, you know, getting 15 products into Woolworths is quite a lot all in one pop. So the focus, as much as we do have visions for growth and, and looking to the future, short term wise, it's focus is on um, getting as many customers as possible to try our products and really solidify. Like I want Mingle to be in market for 20 plus years. I don't want to be just a fad, quick in and out brand. So we need to take that seriously and not take our eye away from Woolies yep. and Coles. We are looking at a few other categories where I think there's places similar to sources. We realized that there was so much sugar in sources We've discovered other categories where we can provide better for you options. And then lastly, I living with um, my friend Liv, living with Liv, um, has opened my eyes. So uh, 65% of our customers are mums. And I've just seen um, how powerful, like my mum's a very powerful lady, but I really want to dive deeper into supporting mums um, with, potentially their business ventures. That's kind of the ultimate goal for me 
is how can Mingle also not just support them in the kitchen but in other facets of their life. Amazing. Thank you very much for sitting down and and chatting. It was good to learn more about yourself but also I said Mingle and the future and whatnot. I will let you get back to it because, yes, small business owners are very busy and I've taken roughly half an hour of your time. Um, But thank you very much. Thanks, Chris. Want to know more about where Jordan runs her business? Click Collective is a warehousing and co-working space built around the needs of an e-commerce community. On site, we have spaces for your warehouse, office, showroom, logistics, and a photography space. So we're a one-stop shop to run your business. You can head to our website to know more at clickcollective.com.au or check out our Instagram at clickcollective.